Welcome back to another episode of the Successful Driver Podcast presented by Aero Truck Sales. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us, whether you're listening out on the road, watching us on YouTube or Facebook. We really appreciate your time. And I don't know if we need to introduce my next guest because I'm pretty sure she's about to just become my co-host on this show. We're bringing her back for a third time. Carrie Wierakowski with the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance. Carrie. Hi. Long time you? no see. Long <laughs> time no see, my friend. I know. It's, so much has happened since I saw you last. <laughs> well, you guys keep doing a lot of great work out there and you guys have a lot going on. We're going to continue to talk to you. Thank you again for, for coming on for a third time. I'm pretty sure you were our first repeat participant. Oh, then I feel completely honored. <laughs> well, you're definitely our first repeat. So, oh. you know, yeah, I, oh. I'm just telling you we, what we might, we might just have to, we might just have to have you on once a month at this point. Well, you know, we do something every month. So there's always <laughs> something to tell you. <laughs> well, you, you guys have a lot going on there. Uh, I know things are kind of starting to change for you. You're getting out on yep. the road a little bit more now. Yeah. Yeah, I was out actually last week for my first time in since March of 2020. Wow. So believe uh, it? wow. That's that's wild. Where did you go? Well, I drove down to Harrisonburg, West Virginia, and I did a presentation for the Virginia Motor Coach Association along with the South Carolina and North Carolina Motor Coach Association, which was great because I haven't seen my motor coach friends in a while. <laughs> and then I had to drive over to Columbus, Ohio to attend the level six train the trainer meeting and my google maps took me through the mountains of west virginia <laughs> which i can't honestly tell you i've ever been through before and it was lovely until i lost all my cell service and my google maps and i didn't have a full tank of gas so i was wondering if i would ever see you again but i did manage to come out the other end <laughs> so it was good it was good i won't lie it's a little problematic with covid i gotta get tested to and fro back and forth between Canada and the U S but, uh, I'll get used to it. It is what it is. I'm glad things are, you know, starting to normalize a little bit more. It was really (laughs) nice to get out of the house. I will. Sure. And I'm, I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you're here. (laughs) I am too. I am too. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, it's cool that you're kind of starting to get out a little bit more. I know, uh, you're going to be doing some training here pretty soon too, right? Yeah, I uh, start. I think I mentioned to you in one of the previous podcasts that I have an industry course that I do. So I'm excited. I've I've scheduled the industry courses to come up. So I'm going to have my driver requirements course in Pennsylvania at the Pennsylvania Trucking Association the first week of November. So that's on our website and posted and people can have a look at it. I think it will open on August the 24th for registration, 35 seats. So first come first serve. Um, and I'm Excited to say that I've got a Canadian course now too. So I'm going to start doing industry courses in Canada. If COVID didn't do anything for me, it allowed me the chance to build a bunch of stuff. So now that I have it built, I want to deliver it to people. So that's up and coming in November. And then we have our conference in Wilmington coming up at the end of the month. Oh, wow. So, so I mean, that's our first in-person conference. So we're all start, looking forward to that. It's starting to normalize a little bit. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Well, Carrie, the last time we talked to you, you said that you might have some results from the international road check the next time we talk. Yep. Do we have some? We do. We do. So May 4th to 6th, we did have international road check. Our numbers were down a little bit from previous years, but I mean, a lot of that still has to do with, you know, COVID's not over. And I know a lot of people, you know, during COVID didn't get a chance to take vacation. So now that people are starting to move a little bit, 
I'm wondering if that maybe had something to do with it, but there were still 40,000 inspections done and the out of service rate was 16.5%, which is substantially lower than what it normally has been throughout previous years. Uh, there was a 5.3 driver out of service rate. So the rest of that was vehicle related. You know, the, the um, violations that cause the vehicles to go out of service, not really surprising. Brake systems, still mm. at the top of the list. Tires, lights, brake adjustment, and cargo securement. So those are pretty standard. Nothing is like standing out at me as being strange or odd. Brake mm. systems has been at the top of the list since... Well, I've been checking trucks since 1990, and I think brakes have been on there since as long as I can remember. And lights, obviously, that one, you know, it, it is what it is. They just go out. And um, my best advice to drivers is because we've got uh, brake safety week coming up next week. So because of that, you know, I always try and tell drivers, you know, what do you do to make the world a better place for you on the side of the road? The best thing a driver can do is a proper pre-trip inspection. It's mm. all I can say. Um, I talk a lot about pre-trip inspections and I've seen drivers do pre-trip inspections. It's more than just kicking tires and checking lights. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and then from the driver perspective, hours of service, wrong class of license, false logs. I will tell you that one of the main things with hours of service that we're seeing is drivers are misusing that personal conveyance. So yes, you have the ability to use personal conveyance, but if you're a driver out there, make sure you're using it the way you're supposed to be using it. It's not there to extend your day because you didn't get where you were going in 11 hours. And that's what inspectors are seeing. That's what I see. Mm. So if that's what you're doing, it's just a matter of time before you're going to get caught. And when you do, you're going to get put out of service for a false log for that. So I'm thinking that's why false logs was number four in road check. Um, okay, so last time we talked to you, we were getting ready for Operation Safe Driver Week, and you were kind of getting us ready for that. How did that? Uh, how did that week go? That went pretty good. Uh, I will tell you that one of the main things that we focused on, and one of the higher violations, was speeding. Mm -hmm. um, I think my own opinion is over the course of COVID, when there was no traffic, the one piece of traffic that was still out there was the trucks. But you take the four wheelers off the road, it gave the ability for the trucks to go a little bit quicker than they normally would. I think I've mentioned it before. I mean, I, I live near Toronto and you can't speed in Toronto to save your life normally, but through COVID you could. Mm. So I think that's part and parcel of why those speeding violations have gone up. Mm -hmm. And again, same thing. We had some log violations, failing to transfer logs, failing to, you know, have all the items that you need in the cab. So those are simple things. And I, I said it to actually the motor coach industry last week, and I'll say it to you as well. You know, the drivers that are out there, if you've got an electronic logging device, know it, know how it works, know how to transfer your files. There are now over 500 devices on FMCSA's website. And I, as an inspector, I'm not going to know 500 of them, not a chance, Yeah. but you only need to know one and that's the one you're using. Mm -hmm. So when an inspector stops you, and if it's on a phone like this, you know, know how to show them your logs, know how to do everything. And then the inspector doesn't even have to touch it. He, mm -hmm. You just transfer him your logs. He'll look at it on his computer, know where your blank logs are, know where your manual is, know where your malfunction cards are. If they're electronic, they can be, 
but know how to get them out of this device mm-hmm. because the inspector wants to see them. And if he can't, you get cited for that stuff. No, so it's where... easy stuff to, to, to get away from, but it's right. easy stuff to be in violation of too, if you don't know where it is. I think we've talked about this before with you is just the more organized you can be for when this situation arises, it's, it's just across the board, a prepared driver, an organized driver is going to make his life a lot, his or her life a lot easier right. when, when, when some of these situations arise for sure. Um, that's, that's a great point. Let's talk a little bit about Brick Safety Week. It's coming up. It's yeah, another it one is. of these great events. It's another excuse to talk to you. I'm waiting for the next event so we can jump back on here, but tell us a little bit about Brake Safety Week. Yeah, so it's all next week. So it starts on the 22nd and it goes to the 28th. Um, lots of jurisdictions use that opportunity to do some educational things. Mm. Now, due to COVID, I don't expect you'll see as much of that as you normally do, because in a lot of cases, what the jurisdictions will do, they'll set up booths and stuff at truck stops. It's an opportunity for drivers to ask questions about brakes. You know, should they be adjusting their brakes, air disc brake questions, whatever. Because of COVID, it, it's probably a little diminished in regard to that. But uh, most jurisdictions will spend at least one day next week targeting brake systems. So it's like Operation Air Brake in the unannounced one that happens in the spring. Mm-hmm. So it, this one here, they'll do the same thing. They may do level one inspections or they may only do inspections on the brake system. So they'll do a level four inspection. They won't really increase it unless they find something with the brakes. And this targeted the, the brake safety week this week, they will be collecting data on air hoses. And the main reason for that is it usually comes, the target area often will come from the motor carrier industry. Our members in the motor carrier industry will come to Operation Safe Drive or Operation Air Brake Program Committee. And they want to know specifically, you know, when air hoses are being placed at a service, are they rubber hoses? Are they thermal plastic hoses? You know, are they in violation or are they to the point that they're out of service? So we give a data sheet to the inspectors to ask them really what type of violation on these air hoses are you are you finding and is one more prevalent than the other so um it doesn't change the inspection it's just data that gets collected in regard to the hoses itself mm. so that's what their focus is that doesn't mean they're not going to check brake adjustment and everything else that goes with the brakes of course they are it's just that's the data that will be extracted out of that week so be prepared for that if you get stopped they may ask you questions there's also informational pamphlets so some of the jurisdictions may give those out to the drivers so that they're a little more aware why it's important to check their brakes every day this is is a good week to have everything prepared and ready it's a good week to have your documentation out for sure right yes absolutely as it is every week (laughs) (laughs) but especially this week that's right exactly (laughs) you know some people will ask me well you know when you announce these things then they know it's coming so then they they get prepared and i'm like well that's okay i said because if they didn't get prepared at all that would be worse so you know it's like if you only maintain your truck right before road check that's better than never maintaining it at all (laughs) (laughs) take what you can get right that's right exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's great. Well, Carrie, is there anything else you need to tell us about what you guys are up to at the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance? Uh, nothing specific other than, like I said, Brake Safety Week. And then, I mean, if any of your listeners are coming to Delaware for our conference, we're really looking forward to it. I just asked this morning, actually, and we're having an attendance. It'll be probably upwards around 600 people. So wow. I'm pretty excited about that because I really didn't feel that it would be that high. 
at this time, but uh, I guess people are looking forward to seeing one another again and getting some work done. We have a lot of stuff on our agenda that we have, you know, kind of been putting aside because you need the group together in order to work on it. We did do some good work during those virtual meetings, but it's not the same, as you know. So we are hoping to pull off a lot of work in one week's time when we meet each other on August the 29th. So we, uh, that might be an excuse for us to get you back on sometime in September. I think. Yeah, I can tell you <laughs> kind of what, what transpired. I know the, one of the things that, you know, you guys might be interested in is, uh, the training committee has a draft bulletin. Hopefully we'll get it passed on electronic documents. We are finding more and more motor carrier industries calling me. They do, you do have the ability to produce almost any document other than hazmat shipping papers in electronic format, but you're doing it. And then the inspectors are not necessarily informed that these things can be electronic. So we're trying to get a document out there to inform both the motor carrier industry and the enforcement people on what can be in electronic forms now to prevent you having to file data cues and doing all the things that you have to do post an inspection if, you know, maybe an inspector wasn't aware. So hoping that gets passed through and get that out there as soon as possible to help you guys out. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Mm -hmm. Well, Carrie, thank you again so much for your time and being a three-peat participant on this. I'm privileged. I'm privileged. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks thanks again, Carrie. All right. Have a great day. That's another episode of the Successful Driver Podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll be back later and probably be back with Carrie at some point in the very near future. We'll catch you later.